Okay, welcome back to this week's crazy news roundup then from around the world. And this week has been absolutely nuts as usual. I've just got back to Thailand, actually. I've been in Malaysia for the last few days. And it's very interesting. I want to talk on a couple of points there as well if we have time. But it's very interesting as you go from country to country, what's actually happening geopolitically around the world and how this affects all of us, really. But we've got a lot to talk about. We're going to talk about... WW3, yes, all of the news articles that are suddenly coming out on WW3. By the way, it might be a bit of background noise because we're in a quite a busy resort here, but it's way too hot, 36 degrees Celsius to walk out in the sun. So we're going to sit here and you can see this beautiful view instead. So we've got a lot to talk about everything from the US to Iran, what's happening, uh, UK corruption, massive fines for banks, the protesting is getting worse. Uh, and then we go into all the weird stuff that I know you love, the crazy stuff about kids in the future, how people should only have one kid. The Neuralink has just um, done the first one. Uh, it's absolutely nuts, all of the things that are going on. So let's get straight into it then. I hope you are all well and um, it's going to be a little bit more of a relaxing video today because it is crazy hot. I'm not going to lie here. It's crazy hot and I'm overheating. So let's start then. Uh, spoiler alert, we had the first headlines coming out over the last week, which have now ramped up. I mean, I'm seeing seven to ten articles a day, all with the same title. Are we heading for World War Three? So this is this week. Last week, it was all about conscription and how everyone needs to be conscripted and military service and you know how we're all going to war and all this other craziness. Someone actually did a comparison, I thought this was funny this week, between the UK military and Russia military because this analyst, it was quite a funny video, this analyst came on saying that the UK is going to annihilate Russia and all this because of our technology. And someone did this comparison video of troop numbers and equipment and it was just like, wow, okay. People are really buying into that this, the UK, this tiny country on its own, can annihilate Russia in a, in a war. I mean, it's, uh, it's crazy, all this stuff that's going on. What did the experts say this week then on WW3? Remember, we can't say the full word. It's not allowed under you know, the new terms. You're not allowed to say the full words. So some experts say yes, others say no. But everyone agrees that we're heading towards war predominantly with Russia and the US predominantly with Iran. One commentator said, and I quote, the best approach would be for a direct head-on nuclear strike for the US to do this on Iran sooner rather than later. I mean, are these people crazy? Are they absolutely crazy? It, it, the plan talked about how the US should do this. I mean, get this. I mean, these are complete psychopaths do it, that are talking about this. They said that the U.S. should launch their nukes on the Iran's largest cities, targeting the civilian population and then targeted military strikes on military installations. Are these analysts crazy? And the mainstream media is that corrupt and just run by psychopaths that they would actually put this out so it goes into people's minds. That is just absolutely atrocious, although what's happened in the past with the US in you know, World War II, Japan, etc. Even after Japan surrendered, the nukes were dropped. So I wouldn't put it past anyone for this to happen again. And again, I'm talking about the leaders of the US, not the people of the US. It's very, very different. 
very different indeed between the leadership who there's all these nutcases who have somehow got into power and um, the people who I think the people are generally in the most part good people. So that's why I think that these people have lost their minds and I'll definitely be checking out of the West. I, I mean, I make no apologies right now for saying any of this and, and for, for what I'm even doing. Why do you think I go on all these trips? I need to check out places. I need to find out about visas and residencies and all this other stuff because I've been saying since 2020, I think we're going towards major conflict. And every day I'm seeing more escalation, not less escalation. So nothing's changing my mind, even though people <laughs> you know, think we're going towards less, I don't. Uh, next big story then, the US is to deploy nukes, yes, nuclear weapons in the UK. The US plans to station nuclear weapons at RAF Lakenheath in the UK. They say it's all in response to the threat of Russia. And the thing with these warheads is that they're more powerful than the Hiroshima bomb. This is part of a NATO-wide program to put nuclear weapons closer to the Russian border. Now, can you imagine what would happen if Russia said, we need to put nuclear weapons in Mexico or we need to put them in you know, somewhere near to the US in case of conflict? It would never happen in a million years. Iran then has retaliated to a lot of the news on the US uh, strikes and the, the US making strikes against Iran. And it's warned the US through intermediaries that it will retaliate directly if the US strikes Iranian soil again. And this is because the US has done a lot of strikes recently and Iran responded with a drone attack in uh, Jordan on a US base. And as a result of this, the US is uh, reportedly preparing a major offensive in response to that attack. So yeah, if you are able, I know this only applied to a couple of percent of the people, but if you're able to think about backup plans and where you could go in terms of, you know, if there was a big conflict or a big war, it's definitely worth doing now. I'm definitely doing that. I have no worries in saying that I don't want to be called up and be part of a big big war. I've done my time serving my country. This now, now that I understand a lot better, because when you're 16, 17 years old and you join the army, it's very different to when you're a lot older and you understand a lot of what's really going on. And I get all the comments all the time, people saying, well, Neil, that's fine for you because you are somewhat of a digital nomad. You can do your business from anywhere. And that's true, but just remember that I created this, this life for myself. I wasn't always a digital nomad. I had very physical businesses in the UK. And then when I got over, overly taxed to just crazy levels, I said, enough's enough. And I think this is what happens with a lot of people. We reach this tipping point where we say, enough's enough. It's time for me to either move or do something different. I always say there's different ways that I can help you with this transition if you want to. Uh, firstly, I've got a couple of courses, very, very simple, straightforward courses uh, that you can learn from, whether it's the, the psychology of wealth accumulation. I know most of you have probably taken it now, but then um, for those of you who haven't, really simple courses that you can learn from quite easily, all about the psychology and the mindset required. And that's why some people, even though they earn huge amounts of money, they're never able to keep it. They just don't have money left at the end of the month. The other course is the, the polar opposite where you've got lots of money or excess funds and it's all about how to invest it. It's a, a macro stock market course. And I'm actually building a, a course that bridges that at the moment in between, which is all on 
additional income streams, digital nomad, uh, building your own business, etc. So I don't know when that'll be ready, but I am working on it at the moment. Uh, another thing is, you, you know, I talked about before, we have a coaching group in the private community. You are more than welcome to join the coaching group if you want help with your finances or business or moving forward. And then we've got the, the Patreon membership community. So you've got lots of different options. Don't feel as though, you know, you're stuck because I make sure that the stuff that I provide for you is really low cost and that almost anyone can afford it if you're on a Western wage, of course, I have to always add that caveat. So I know some people are not, and then it does work out a lot more. But yeah, you've got to, you know, look at all of this and think, what will I do in the case of these things taking place? We just had this report come out as well, and it says UK corruption is at an all-time high. The United Kingdom has just recorded its lowest ever score in the Transparency International's Corruption Perception Index. Gosh, that's a, a mouthful. Uh, they've just fallen from 11th place to 18th place globally. And there was only five countries out of the 180 countries on the index that saw their scores drop by five points or more. UK is one, Qatar, Myanmar, I mean, look at the countries this is classed with, Azerbaijan and Oman. I mean, it doesn't really get much worse than being classed with Myanmar, which had a military coup. So what was this decline attributed to? Uh, government standards, corruption, uh, taxpayer money, uh, politically motivated decisions in awarding funding to different things, breaches of the ministerial code, bribery, a major issue in UK politics where peers were given, uh, allowed to enter the House of Lords if they paid over three million pounds. I didn't follow this story. So it looks as though some people bought their way into the House of Lords. You know, there's all this corruption. It reminds me of that old saying, who guards the guards when it comes to politics at the moment? Or even, you know, we used to say this about policing at some point. I mean, this index that I'm looking at here, it's worsening. And you look at Europe and the UK, if you can see this image here, and it is getting worse and worse and worse. Corruption is getting so bad in the West. But yeah, there's always going to be pros and cons of every country. I don't think any country is, is perfect. I, I really don't. Having been to lots of different countries, more than <laughs> lost count now, what, 70 odd different countries around the world, you know, they've all got pros and cons. None of them are ever perfect. We just had this as, uh, as well out, another story, HSBC in the UK has been fined 57.4 million pounds for failing to protect uh, depositors' money. They incorrectly marked 99% of eligible deposits as unprotected under the FSCS regulations. And they said that the risk here was that if there was a banking failure that went uh, throughout the banking system, 99% of people's funds could have been lost in this because they weren't protected correctly. And again, this is what I talk about all the time, is that we, we're told that all of these regulations are there to protect us, everything's in place, everything's safe and secure, but it's not always the case. We don't know what's going on behind closed doors. We talked this week as well about the farming protests. Well, this is really ramped up now. The protesters at the EU summit has just begun. So this isn't just Germany, France, or these other countries. It's now in Brussels as well. They've completely blocked the roads. I did see one clip of this group throwing eggs at the police. And what did the police respond with? Tear gas and cannons. 
<laughs> yeah, okay. It says the groups tried to tear down the barriers in front of the parliament. Yeah, again, I don't see that as extreme violence, but okay. Let's get into some of the more weird and wacky stories, and these are my favorite stories. Headline, overlooked superfood needs farming in case of World War III, say scientists. It's like they've got all these stories ready to go, and then they go, hmm, how can we put in WW3 into the headline? Right, here we go. Um, Concerns of a nuclear Armageddon followed by a global food shortage have left many searching for more resilient food supplies. And one potential solution may be hiding under the sea. Of, of course it is. Even in the absence of a global catastrophe, seaweed, <laughs> seaweed offers a sustainable, resilient food source in the face of climate change, absorbing more carbon than trees and avoiding habitat disruption on that. That is actually true, by the way what they're talking about with the oceans and seaweed, it does absorb tons and tons of carbon. So they're saying that we need to have all this uh, seaweed farming ramping up and that it should be part of the diet, pulling more meat out of the diet, putting more seaweed in the diet. Yeah, okay, I mean, yeah, seaweed is very nutritional. I do actually eat seaweed, but would I eat it as <laughs> to replace meat? <laughs> no, no, I don't think so. That's a bit of a joke. All right, there was a debate this week on GB News, which was fascinating. If you haven't watched it, I highly recommend watching it. And it was a, it, the headline is Moral Issue with Having Kids. So there was this environmental lobbyist that came up, and he says that having children is environmental catastrophe waiting to happen. It's a moral issue. And he said that people who have more than one child are selfish, and they should uh, consider the ecological impact of it. So then this lady came on who came to debate him. She said, I'm so offended by it and everything else. And then it got even more weird. Again, that's why you got to watch it. It got even more weird. You had Eamon Holmes and I don't know who his co-host is because I don't watch the channel. But what basically happened was she then said, oh, yeah, but we need to talk about dogs. Dogs. If you have a pet dog, this is more polluting than a Range Rover. And I was like, what? Where, where's this going? And then the guy gets involved and he says, yeah, 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 the dog eats all this meat, especially larger dogs. So, and then I was like, okay, weird, but fine. And then afterwards, there was all these debates and there was all these links then. Everyone's pulling this. And they're talking about now the carbon score for the future and that your pet's uh, food that they eat should be on your carbon score. So for example, they gave this example of this lady who had four ge German shepherds. And it said that she was three times over her carbon limit under these plans and that the dogs would have to be destroyed or the dogs would have to be uh, rehomed but they were leading towards destruction yeah good luck taking anyone's dogs and destroying them is what i would say and then they went on to cats and other animals but they were saying dogs and cats are the big ones because they eat so much meat that this would eat into your carbon allowance and it just wouldn't be possible so you may not be able to have dogs and cats in these western countries in the future like uh, uh, they mentioned the US, Canada, Europe, UK. These were just some examples. Australia, New Zealand, I remember those ones. And then the next story then was all about Neuralink. They've just done the first human implant. And this was pretty wild talking about this. What did Elon say? It enables control of your phone or computer and through them almost any device just by thinking, he wrote. Initial users will be those who have lost use of their limbs. Imagine if Stephen Hawking could communicate faster than a speed typist or auctioneer. That is the goal. Okay, that's a bit, bit of a weird one. 
especially all the stuff about Stephen Hawking at the moment and <laughs> Epstein Island and all that weird stuff. The company is now worth more than $5 billion, but it could become almost priceless in the future and overtake some of the world's top valued companies combined. I mean, this stuff is all, you know, sci-fi coming into reality now, it really is. Uh, another, another wild story this week, disbelief as the undermanned Royal Navy seeks to redeploy officers to diversity and inclusion team. So they're ramping up their, you know, inclusivity, diversion team, and they're moving all of these high-ranking, it says, officers away from where they're already undermanned into this team. Uh, I mean, crazy, <laughs> okay. Anyway, another crazy one that I know you're gonna love, homeowners face a criminal conviction if they are caught breaking these new laws. What are these laws? Homeowners have been warned that they could be slapped with a 300 pound fine for using a log burner to heat their homes for less during winter. New rules in England and Wales prevents homeowners from using log burners to bypass expensive gas and doing so could land homeowners with a fine or even imprisonment if they continue to use these log burners after having a fine or a warning. <laughs> nuts, nuts. And then finally, I want to tell you about, remember we talked about the city ranking link uh, list last week, and number one on that list was New York. Well, just after that, I was looking through all the news, because I do different sites to get my news, and I was on TikTok looking at some of this news, and it was the funniest story. It was this little girl, you know, through the mouths of babes, as they say. You know, they had this little girl, they put a camera on her and recorded her, three-year-old, walking through New York, and this is what she had to say. Mama, I don't like here in New York. Because there's a lot of rubbish. You said it's pretty. Oh, there's a little rubbish everywhere. Look at all the stuff on the floor. So many people here. Mom, I don't like New York. Oh, what's so stinky? Mama, can I get a mask? Uh, do not lie to me next time. Lying's not fun. <laughs> okay, so I think we can establish from this young girl's reaction that uh, everything that we believe to be true about New York, uh, she's just confirmed it. So there we go. Well, thanks for being online today. And uh, just a reminder about any of those services, if they are of interest to you, to help you in your current predicament, because I know we're all pretty concerned at the moment about the way things are going so if it does that any of these services do give you more freedom in your life um, please just check the links below in the description or the pinned comment and i'll be happy to uh, be there of uh, assistance to you all right well i'm going to go exploring now then thanks so much for being online uh, take care god bless and i will see you next week